Lukaku's fall to 16th in the table after defeat at the weekend to Belpertown, who move on to the verge of the playoffs in sixth place. But that only tells part of the story of a game that um, well, it had quite a lot. Um, and it had quite a lot of, uh, of similarities to some old games that we used to have in the UCL. Um, 99 uh, people were in the drove watching on a day that started out quite nice and pleasant, but ended up pretty, uh, pretty cold pretty windy um and the game was marked out really by a sort of flurry of goals midway through the first half it started with um a hit and hope from uh Belpertown's number 11 Craig Nelthorpe which swung and gusted on the wind before sneaking in um above Josh Carpenter into the top uh, left-hand bin um, he wheeled away in celebration. He was certainly milking his celebrations and was one of um, a number of Belper players who seemed more interested in winding people up than playing a bit of football. Um, but, you know, fair play, great strike, great goal. And um, at that point, they'd kind of justifiably took the lead. They'd had the best of the early exchanges. Um, there was a, a couple of, of, of incidents in, in kind of the centre of the park. Um, Matt Sparrow went down. Um, Ross Watson went down. Um, one of their players um, went down under a challenge from Liam Hook um, and he was cautioned, um, which would become crucial late on. And um, it looked, you know, at that point, as we got to the 20 minute mark, Belper were probably just about good value for the lead. Um, we got down their right wing um, and for once... Um, the linesman didn't put up his flag or do or say something. And uh, Sparrow got in the box, got beyond uh, Reese Bertram, who hauled him to the ground, whatever he might have argued. Um, and it was a stick, stick on penalty. Um, Dan Cotton had two goes at it. Great save um, down to his left by the keeper. Um, but Cotton was able to uh, tuck it in. And you thought, great, not the greatest of, uh, of first quarters of the game for us, but we're back in it um, and on level terms. And then what felt like pretty much straight from the kickoff um, and with half of the Belper town in his team in his ear, the referee gave another penalty um, for a challenge in the Yaxley box, which uh, Jonathan Margetts tucked in. And with 26 minutes gone, that was the end of the scoring. It wasn't the end of the drama. Um, referee Thomas Hales was centre of that for most of the match, really. Um, there seem to be a lot of niggly challenges, a lot of fouls. And one of the things that I've kind of said is it's not just the um, not just uh, the yellow and black shirts that, that reminded me of Hull Beach in the way that Belper played. You remember those sort of early 2000s matches we had with them, which were more about who could influence the ref most, who could be physical but get away with it. And this was exactly that sort of game. It was a gritty... Um, uh, sort of match that could have gone either way in fairness. Um, and you look at their website match report and they said, you know, it was a scrappy affair and it's not where we're best. We're best when even in a swirling wind, which there always is at the drive, we're best when we can kind of get the ball down, get it out wide and, you know, get to people on the edges of the box. If the first cross is cleared or, or you know, get, get people in the, the center. And, you know, Tom Wormsley was a big miss in that respect. Um, but it was a game that, like I say, could have gone either way. It didn't. It's not necessarily the disaster that, you know, it may sound because in terms of, you know, in terms of the table, 
the teams around us are still really struggling. Histon, Wisbeach, and so on. Um, and but what it does mean now is that from from us, um, sorry, from Sutton Coldfield in fifteenth now down um, to Histon in the bottom in twentieth. There's two that will be going down and one then that will be playing off. You look above Sutton, there's a fire Sutton Coldfield, there's a five-point gap to Corby in 14th place on 16 points. We're uh, in 16th on 10 points, so we're two points outside the drop zone and the playoff zone, which both are on eight points at the moment. So I feel like if we can get a couple of um, a couple of wins... Um, and that isn't going to be easy by by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you know why not? Let's let's try and let's try and figure out a way that that we can do that. That's that Tuesday night game at Soham suddenly looks really important. Um, and if we can get something from that, even if it's a draw, then oh, we're in a we're in we're in a good position um, because I think that you know you look at uh, Bedworth and Ilkeston, it will be hard to get something out of. Then if we do that. And Sutton Coldfield are still in the form that they're in at the moment. That game on the fourth of December at home to them could could be you know could be pivotal because that that five point gap that exists might be crossed. Um, you know, of course, there's a lot that can happen. There's a lot that can happen between um, between now and then, of course. Um, but you know, let's be positive and um, you know let's 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 believe that it can happen, and it can, um, it can. Um, so that was pretty much in a nutshell and um yeah it's a difficult one really it's a difficult one to take i was frustrated at the end of the game um that the, i think that that the refereeing performance on the day he struggled with the conditions and the way that both sides were you know ripping into each other i think that the, the center back definitely got liam hook sent off but you know it's not necessarily the challenge to be making on the halfway line as well, but you know, Hookie will know that. Um, uh, and and we seem to struggle in these sort of physical, and it's not a new thing. It's not even an Andy Fennell's managerial thing. This is for years. We've always lacked that ability to influence referees. Maybe we're too honest. That ability to influence referees and really you know, get under the opposition's skin to the to the point that it rather than motivating them it affects their performance we seem to be able to get under the skin of opposition but it makes them a better side and that they perform better against us um so you know let's put that one to bed put it behind us there will be games like that it's the end of a mini little run where we'd only lost one in four but you know fine let's get on with it and um worry about uh you know worry about the league in a couple of weeks because we've got the excitement of canvey island in the trophy this weekend uh, the club is running a bus, which um, if you look on the Facebook page, um, you will be able to see more details of. I think as with the last one, it is just £10 to hop aboard and um, go to Canby Island. It leaves at 10.45am on Saturday, the 13th of November. So make sure if you can, you get along to that because looking at how they've started the season, Canby, it's going to be a good one. It's also going to be a big challenge a big task to um to beat them um so but why not hey let's give it a go um that's about all for this week not much else to add um other than um you know stick stick with it this weekend was a frustrating one and i know that um 
you know, it, it hurts to lose a game. And the players that have come on have also shared that it hurts to lose a game. But this weekend's almost a free hit. And then the Soham game on Tuesday, that's where we're, that's where we're going to need it. And I think, in all honesty, I know I asked um, Butch the question last week about trophy or, you know, league league win. I think in this instance, <laughs> has to be, uh, I'd, I'd, trade, I'd trade a defeat on Saturday for a win at Soham, 100%. Um, let's see if we can win both though, hey? Um, and we'll speak next week, hopefully with another guest.